0: Welcome to another episode of Around the Emirates with Sarah and I have your very special guest, Jessica Saunders. Hi, Welcome to the show. Um, So I'm going to ask you a few questions and then let me know how you feel if there's anything else you want to add at the end of the episode, go ahead. So let's start with where's your background, what's your background, where are you from and what do you do?
1: So I'm from England, I'm from Liverpool originally, uh, but I've grown up here for most of my life so I've been here for 15 years I think now. Well, around about 15 years anyway' local. Pretty much. local <laughs> um, and I'm a, so I'm a full-time yoga teacher at Seven Wellness Center on Ream Island and i manage the space as well. so it's a little bit of everything we teach the yoga
0: we do a bit of meditation, reiki, all sorts of different stuff. I feel like we all need some meditation in our lives. am I right? <laughs> am I right? So what what brought you into the yoga sphere?
1: Um, It's kind of been a long journey that's kind of happened over about eight or nine years. Like started at university when Mm -hmm. I was back in the UK, Um, kind of went down that path of university student anxiety, where like deadlines and stuff kind of got the better of me, or just trying to keep on top of everything in one go, Mm -hmm. Um, and my friend suggested yoga, and she was like, just go do a class, see how you feel. Um, and at the time it was more exercise based as well, it was just kind of like an outlet of yeah. energy mm-hmm. um, and then somehow you get wrapped up in this world of like yoga leads to meditation and meditation leads to energy healing and energy then comes back into yoga and it's like this full circle yeah. experience of you know you're moving with your breath and then you're using your breath and meditation and then you kind of connect the dots to like oh i'm having a panic attack right now mm-hmm. i'm just gonna breathe and like you breathe through it and then it's kind of Doing everything in full circle. Um, and so I just carried on with that right. path of this is really helping me mentally, emotionally, and physically. Mm-hmm. Um, and how can I bring that to other people? So went in did my teacher training and just kind of yeah, fell into that for about, I've been doing that for six years now.
0: Oh, wow. Six years. Yeah. That's like a whole lifetime. That's a whole person. <laughs> <laughs> so I also understand that you are a. A vegan so you lead a plant-based uh, diet yeah life. okay yeah. so does that is that connected to um, yoga at all like how did you start off as being a vegan? Uh,
1: vegan, yeah being a vegan it kind of came around the same time as starting yoga but it wasn't at the time it wasn't related mm-hmm. so I was at university and I was living with uh, I think five vegetarians in my house okay. um, and we kind of all just piled in on this vegetarian lifestyle because it was mm-hmm. easier you know to share Money, split um, grocery bills, that kind of stuff. Right. It's cheaper um, for you, more convenient. Yeah. And then also, they're kind of drip feeding you little bits of information, right? About mm-hmm. like why this is uh, not bad for you, but why things are better for you to eat, or like why would you nourish your body in a certain way if in yoga you're practicing, you know, fueling yourself with positive energy. Right. Um, and so then I kind of got sidetracked and went down that route of like really focusing in on what I was eating energetically for right. yoga. Um, and yeah, and then slowly it became like a, a combination of yoga and, and veganism, and like how they actually uh, combine really well. And like if you, because again in yoga, so you're practicing something called um, like satvic eating, okay, which is an element of veganism, where they believe like so in satvic eating you still have dairy because in India like the philosophy where yoga comes from, and mm-hmm. um, they have a cow. Pretty right. much in every household. Mm. And it's not seen as like a cow there specifically to give them milk. It's seen as like a protector of the house, like the mother. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Um and so they like where in some places you have guard dogs, they have guard cows. <laughs>
0: and the cows like fight you back if I try
1: to cow so I can like a big so But yeah, it's really cool. Um and so they treat their, their cow with like this love and respect. Like, and, like, I, yeah. Um, it's not seen as like it's not like factory farming where you know milk is consistently being pulled out of poor animals. Right. Um. So. So again it's not that eating dairy is part of that lifestyle, mm-hmm. but it's like you wouldn't have any meat because you don't want to bring dead energy into your orbit. And um, you oh, wouldn't have yes, any yeah. eggs because it's uh, it's uh, you know it's passed down from an, uh, from chicken. So right. it's an element of that chicken. Um whereas the milk has seen from them it's seen as something that the body can process mm-hmm. but again obviously that's something completely different that's part of the element that's not related to yoga okay so yeah so it's full
0: circle i see okay that's good to know i i, I personally didn't know the whole thing about the cow in the house <laughs> oh, that's really cool um i have a question about uh faux meat mm-hmm. so let's just be honest if you eat a piece of faux chicken which is essentially tofu or cauliflower or such oh, flavored yeah um obviously having had actual chicken in your life at some point before is it really as good or is it like you know kind of just like roll with the punches and just eat the
1: um so i don't really think like when as like a non-vegan if you eat Fake meat. You're always going to compare it to real meat, Yeah, that's I, but that's yeah. not really what it's about, right? right? It's not about trying to find something that is exactly like chicken. Yeah, it's about just finding something that uh, expands your variety of food that you can eat.
0: Um, and like some
1: people, they go into veganism because they don't want to hurt the animals, so it's yeah. not about like healthy lifestyle. Um, and so they come become like a junk vegan, where they're eating like consistent vegan burgers and vegan cheese and all of this processed food, Right. Um, which is better in some ways because you're not affecting the environment as much as you would if you were eating regular meat. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you're saving those animals' lives. But also, it's not good for the body still, you know. Yeah. So. You can't really compare the two and be like a chicken, a faux chicken breast versus regular chicken breast They're going to taste exactly the same because mm-hmm. it's not really what they're built for
0: Right
1: um, But it's about getting like, that element of protein or you know, getting that element of just taste Right Around right. yourself to still have the, the the expansion of the food that you kind of want to taste um, I don't see it as like, I'm going to have a Beyond Burger therefore it's exactly like meat Right, right It's like, I Beyond like the burger because it tastes good Right. Yeah. It's not really a comparison that can
0: happen. So it's more just about having options for yourself as a vegan person, rather than being like, oh, like I'm a meat eater and I want to try veganism, so I'm just going to try the next best thing to what I know and then compare it, and it's going to taste like crap. And- mm. like that.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. Point.
1: And it's like yeah. the vegan cheese. Like everybody's always going on about like how can you live without cheese, and it's the first thing that people ask you. Literally. <laughs> this life without cheese. You can do it, without it does exist. <laughs> okay. But also. Okay. Um, like yeah, the vegan cheese—it's never going to taste the same because it's not made out of the same substance. Right. But it can still taste good. It doesn't mean that it doesn't taste good. It's right.
0: just different. So you're the only one in your family who practices a full plant-based diet. Yeah. What is it like when you're at family outings, or you know, you want you want to have food at home? Like, is it harder for you to feel like you can enjoy that experience?
1: Uh, not anymore because they've kind of gotten used to it. At first, they thought it was a phase and. There was a lot of jokes flying about. Oh, <laughs> um, now they're used to it, so it's fine. Like my parents are amazing, actually, at making sure that whenever we go out for food, there's, they've always checked. Like there's a vegan option, or at least a vegan menu, or something. Yeah. And um, my friends as well, they're amazing at that. Making food at home is when it gets more complicated because mm-hmm. then people obviously like everyone's I got different, yeah. For I um, so I normally just cook for myself, which is fine. Okay. And sometimes they surprise me by asking if they can eat what I'm eating as well, which is always
0: nice. Aww. <laughs> it's like <you're> the love. <laughs> okay, cool. And um, just going back to the whole yoga thing, I know that yoga you said it was a way for you to deal with coping with anxiety and like the stress of deadlines and you know being in a different environment with so many different people. So. You have, you feel like you've kind of developed coping mechanisms for anxiety. So tell me about your journey of discovering, like identifying the feeling of anxiety and then understanding how to cope with that. And then how that has helped you grow into the person you are today. Wow. Um, So uh,
1: discovering anxiety, I guess start with that. Mm -hmm. So that was, yeah, that was around uni time. Like I moved back to the UK, my family was still here, and I was the first one as well in my family to leave. Okay. Um, So in the back of my head, I guess it kind of started there, where I was like, now I'm almost separated, and like they all get to stay here. Um, and so just having that transition of moving back to the UK at 18, yeah, 17 really, um, was already kind of. It was a lot. Yeah, it was just scary, and it was just that feeling of like being isolated, Mm. um, or like even though it wasn't that. They were pushing me out, obviously. They were sending me off to do something amazing. Yeah. But it felt like you were kind of being like just pushed a little bit into a separate space. And I hadn't been in the UK since I was thirteen, really. Oh really? Been there on and off for holidays but not for like a prolonged period of time. Right. Um, and so it's not just like, you know, the regular stresses of starting uni where you're making new friends and like trying to get on with your course and like mm-hmm. finding out what you're studying and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was also like adapting back into the UK and getting used to the amazing weather that we have. That and was <laughs> of the of right there just the weather. Yeah, but it was like a bit of a culture shock because you've yeah, been here so long. long and then you kind of go back to where you consider like home and you have to kind of re your feet. Um, so that was kind of the start of it, where I was a little bit like shaken up by all of that, um, and that came with panic attacks of like just feeling like I couldn't really breathe. Yeah. Um, there was like this consistent felt like like a ringing or a pressure kind of in my head. Really. Yeah, something that around my chest. So and that kind of comes with the breathing oh, elements yeah. and stuff. Um, or you get that moment where you just kind of spiral, and everything is like the world is ending, and you don't know why, and it's over something really small. Yeah. Like it could be like my parents couldn't Skype me through for whatever reason, even though they'd said they could. Mm-hmm. And immediately my brain would switch on to like, oh, see, they don't want you there. Or yeah, like, yeah. yeah. You're not a part of the family anymore. Yeah. Um, and so for me, like when I started yoga, that was the the best thing about it was because they kind of rewire your brain um, in a positive way mm-hmm. to realize like. Everything that's happening is temporary, it's not about like, the you got to stay in the present moment because that anxiety comes from consistently worrying about the future, right? Yeah. Or it's consistently worrying about something that's happened that you can't change. Mm-hmm. And like one of the biggest philosophies in yoga is like, if you can't change it, then why worry about it? Because it's right. wasted energy, right? Which is much easier said than done, but it's a practice. That's why you consistently have to remind yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not something that you just learn and you move on you have to always say it to yourself, which is, in yoga we call it a mantra.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: you set an intention, whatever you want to bring into your life or whatever you want to release, mm-hmm. and then that becomes your mantra for your practice. And so you, you know that
0: mantra
1: Yeah, it's not like it stays the same. It changes? Um, okay. It's something that you can create every day. So like if you wake up one day and you realize that you've got a big meeting at work or whatever, um, your mantra for that day might be, today I'm going to take everything as it comes mm-hmm. and I'm going to only put my energy into the things that I can control, mm-hmm. you know, and that becomes your mantra so that you go into that meeting with that already engraved into your mind Yeah. and then when you come out of the meeting, if it hasn't gone the way that you wanted it to go, mm-hmm. it's okay because you couldn't control it, you know, right. you, you controlled the elements that you could mm-hmm. and everything else is out of your
0: control, so yeah, I think that's the next thing. I think that's a really important lesson to take away, like, I mean, one of the very important lessons to take away from this episode is just the... the the value of knowing that no matter how hard you try, there are just certain parts of the universe, certain parts of your day that you just don't have control over. And instead of focusing your energies on being upset or being angry, which you can do for like a minute or two, like you need to focus on that. Like, okay, you know what? How do I let this out of my system? How do I move on? How do I make? How do I motivate this Motivate this, or use this to motivate me to do something better next time that might be in my control. Because even if something isn't in your control and like things happen you can still at least take away a key learning from what you could have done next time. So I think it's really important to remember that you choose your mindset Mm -hmm. and it's so easy for negative thoughts to just take over and sit there. And it's much harder for you to think, you know what, actually, I want to think about this in a more positive way. Mm -hmm. So going on that point, thinking about anxiety and things you can control, what were the main things that helped you cope during lockdown when we had the pandemic start last year? Wow. Um, So again, that was
1: kind of like going back into the breathing kind of stuff. So for me, like the pandemic, the lockdown itself wasn't really a huge or didn't really have a huge effect on me because I'm very much like I like to have my own space. Okay. And it kind of allowed me the time to find myself a little bit again because, you know, you're working from home. You're you're in the same space consistently with the same people consistently. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's really important to take that time to kind of go into your your own space for even like 10 15 minutes of that day Mm -hmm. and just be with yourself and not have to worry about anybody else or what needs to be done next or what email is going to come through or Mm -hmm. again what you can't control. Um, And so I liked the element of being able to like kind of go into my, my own space, go back into my room at like midday if I wanted to. And lock the door, and just take a couple of moments to just breathe, or okay. to write, or to journal, or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't really like a huge. I didn't feel anyway like it had a huge impact on me mm-hmm. um, or my mindset. It was more about yeah coming back into into the practice, finding my practice again rather than teaching. Because when you're teaching, you're always doing it for somebody else. Yeah, you have you're giving them
0: your energy. Yeah, yeah,
1: which I love. I love doing that. But you find you get yourself kind of wrapped up in that trap of. I'm teaching them and it makes me feel good therefore i'm doing this for me yeah. and then you never actually go and do your own practice because you feel like you've already yeah done like it's it. the
0: same thing as like being like a, a journalist like you write so much for the newspapers or whatever that you forget the love of writing for yeah, yourself so
1: exactly really that. and so it was kind of like coming back into that place of like being able to play a little bit as well like you know learning again how to do handstands or learning how to like just have fun and failing every single <laughs> time <laughs> <laughs> oh i can't i can't <laughs>
0: That's all just for Instagram. <laughs> well, good to know. Well, you was really behind the scenes. Okay, so you said um, that you work for Seven Wellness, and of mm-hmm. course, you're a yoga teacher. And what what else are you certified in?
1: Reiki um, EFT, so Emotional Freedom Technique tapping. I did not know Yeah, it's all based on the meridians in the body. So like you know where you do acupressure or acupuncture, mm-hmm. yeah. you do the same thing, but it's something that you can do for yourself, which is an anxiety release technique. Um, it's proven by Chinese medicine. It's really cool. Um, so yeah Reiki, I can do EFT, I do Indian head massage, again the pressure points in the head.
0: Mm-hmm. it's really good
1: at releasing any pressure from like the jaw where we tend to like hold all of our tension pretty
0: much. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then yeah, yoga.
0: Okay, and we and um, we also know that Seven Wellness has its own spa mm-hmm. and has a vegan cafe. Yeah. So was that one of the reasons that drew you towards working for Seven Wellness when there was a cafe there that was vegan? Definitely, that- yeah, because
1: okay. it, it was kinda of like I connected with the owner on the fact that we both had this love of like vegan food, of the of promoting yeah. the vegan lifestyle without being super pushy. Because right, it's right. not about like trying to convert every single person to being a vegan and I think that's what a lot of people think. Yeah. Like, if you run a business that is Predominantly vegan is that you're trying to push that belief on everybody. Mm -hmm. It's not about that. I don't, I don't really care if the people who come to eat are vegan. It's about trying the food, trying the lifestyle, picking something healthy, trying something a little bit different. And raw, right? Yeah, it's it's only raw. food. Completely raw vegan, yeah, which is it's got all of that pure nutritious value Mm -hmm. in the food, and you can taste it. Like it tastes alive almost. So it's really, it's really good. Energizes you straight away. And how many days is Seven Wellness open? Like what are your hours like? All day, every day pretty much. Um, we're okay. open from 8 in the morning until 10 o'clock at night. Okay, wow. Um, and we even open earlier than that if people want private sessions. So oh, yeah. I teach at like 5.30 in the morning.
0: Right, 5.30! Yeah. <laughs> and she's <laughs> vegan, like what is that? And um, Seven Wellness is located on Rheem Island, right?
1: Yep, Rheem Island, Marina Bay 1 in the city of Lights.
0: Okay, cool. Um,
1: so we're tucked away just at the back of one of
0: the buildings, overlooking the bankro. So you get this beautiful view when you're practicing yoga. I was gonna say I've done a, a class or two there, and it's like literally, it's like full glass windows, and you literally do yoga with the sun like coming up. I think it's just a phenomenal experience. Um, well, thank you so much for your time on the show. I loved having you on here. I learned so much about uh, what you do and why you do it, even though knowing you for like. 14 plus years but that's okay <laughs> do you have any last piece of advice for people who have anxiety or are coping with you know being at, like at home alone in a pandemic or anything like that
1: more than anything i'd just say like whatever you're feeling is normal and not mm-hmm. to judge yourself too harshly on how you're feeling in the moment and kind of just let yourself be in your feelings allow yourself to cry allow yourself to get frustrated if that's uh-huh. how for you're so. feeling yeah and let it wash over you because as soon as it is Finished, mm-hmm. you're going to feel so much better yeah. and it's just kind of riding that wave out so it's not about like i know when we're in that moment of anxiety being like when will this finish i'm going to be like this forever yeah Um why can't i feel better it's not about that it's about like it's telling you something your body's telling you something so just allow it to kind of go through the motions mm-hmm. and then it'll be over and then you can kind of look back and go, okay, so what just triggered me? What just what just and happened you learn there? you experience. And, yeah, see, it. but I feel
0: like that's probably, and that that's again, that's self-reflection. That's yoga, so self-reflection, <laughs> Makes sense. well, thank you so much for being on the show. Always. Um, it was a, such a delight to have you here I learned so much. And as you guys know, we have the episode out every other week. So tune in on Saturdays. Um. Follow us on Around the Emirates Instagram page. We're also on Spotify around the Emirates and we're on BuzzFront and on YouTube. So like, share, download, subscribe, you know the deal. And if you have any specific questions for Jess or any comments, leave you know your thoughts in the sections below. And if you want to be a guest on the show or have anybody else in mind you want to be a guest on the show, just you know, shout out and we'll make it happen. <laughs> bye! Bye bye.